What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on the T. Clark Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Clark, and today we're going to be talking about amino acids. What are they? Should you be taking them as supplements? Um, is there any use for them at all? We're going to be covering all that today, but before we get into that, as always, if you haven't already, go ahead and drop a five-star rating down below. It helps us grow on the iTunes charts, and the more we grow, the more people we can help. So if you did that, that would really mean a lot to me. And also go ahead and take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your Instagram story, tag me in it, and let me know what one thing you learned from this episode was. So that way I know who's listening and I can get to know what you want to hear on the podcast going forward. And last thing before we get into the content for today's episode, go and check out the new ebook that I just put out this past week, The Athlete's Guide to Nutritional Periodization. It's a step-by-step guide of how to create your own nutrition plan, essentially be your own coach. Um, to create a plan for yourself to maximize athletic performance because nutrition is often one of the missing links I see in athletes looking to take their performance to the next level. So I wanted to put together this guide to make sure that you go about it in the right way. 75 pages long, nine chapters, taking you through every single component of creating a nutritional protocol for you. Um, so with that being said, let's get into the content of this episode, which um, is amino acids. So what are amino acids? Amino acids are the building blocks of protein. So the protein that you eat uh, is made up of these amino acids. And there are several different types of amino acids. And it can be split into two different categories, essential and non-essential. Essential amino acids are amino acids that we must get from our diet because our body can't produce them on its own. Whereas non-essential amino acids are amino acids that... Um, your body can produce on its own. We don't need to get them from dietary sources. It doesn't mean that you don't need them to survive. It just means that your body can produce them on its own so you don't need to rely on outside dietary sources to get them. Whereas essential amino acids you need to get from your diet. Um, There are supplements. We'll talk about that in a second whether or not you should actually spend your money on those supplements. But those are the two categories of amino acids. There are amino acids that are conditionally essential. Your body can synthesize them in some cases, but In some contexts, it may be beneficial to get them from your diet. One of those uh, is glutamine. Glutamine is an amino acid that's conditionally essential. But for the most part, let's just keep in mind essential and non-essential. And amino acids perform a ton of different functions in the body. So when when you take in protein, your your digestive system breaks them down into individual amino acids or peptides. um, And they're used for a number of different functions in your body, like Stimulating muscle protein synthesis. Leucine, the amino acid leucine does that. That's the main driver of muscle protein synthesis, a key indicator of muscle growth. Um, They're also used for for structures, like the actual raw materials of muscle and other structures in your body. And also, something a really overlooked function of them is that they often are the precursors to neurotransmitters in your brain. So the amino acids you take in can directly... um, affect your mood and how you think and stuff like that because they cross over the blood brain barrier into your brain so and also in some cases amino acids can actually be converted into glucose through a process called gluconeogenesis so when you're running if your carbohydrate stores are low but you keep your protein intake relatively high some of that protein the amino acids from that protein are going to be converted into glucose to supply energy to your body. This is a really common mistake some people make when they attempt a ketogenic diet. They go super low carb, really high fat, but also pretty high protein. 
So unknowingly, they're actually still using glucose as fuel because the amino acids from the protein they take in are being converted into glucose. So it's kind of throwing a wrench in that whole system. So not going to go too deep on the ketogenic diet today. If you want to learn more about that, go check out the podcast episode I did with Andres Ayesta. That was a really good overview of the ketogenic diet. So go check that out if you're interested in learning more about that. But yeah, as far as the functions of amino acids, there are a bunch of different things they do, like we just talked about. And there are nine essential amino acids that we must get from our diet that our body can't produce on its own, like we talked about just a few minutes earlier. And this is where the whole like plant-based thing, uh, like plant-based eating, this is one of the detriments is that, so animal proteins have the complete profile, so all nine essential amino acids. So if you eat a piece of meat, you're getting all nine essential amino acids. Whereas plant-based proteins often don't have the full profile of essential amino acids. So they can be a detriment to a plant-based diet. So that's where you want to get a variety of different plant-based proteins if you want to go that route to make sure that you get the full profile of essential amino acids. And then within that like that subcategory of essential amino acids, there's another subcategory called branch chain amino acids. They're called branch chain amino acids because of their structure. Um, and there's three of them. So there's leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And these are the three amino acids that are implicated the most in muscle protein synthesis. And this is why you often see BCAA supplements uh, claiming that they're going to uh, help with muscle growth and stuff like that. Um, Of the branch chain amino acids, leucine is the one that's the main driver of muscle protein synthesis. So you even see just leucine by itself sold as supplement form. Now, how effective are these supplements? In the context of someone who's eating a diet that already has Um, the recommended amount of protein for your specific goals, they really don't do all that much. And the only purpose of them really is to make your water pink and shiny and taste sweet. So if you're getting them for the taste, by all means, go ahead. But as far as how effective they are for maximizing muscle growth and stuff like that, probably better to spend your money elsewhere. If that's the goal you're trying to achieve, just spend your money on high quality food. You get other supplements that are just good for overall health, but you don't need to spend your money on BCAAs to maximize muscle growth. Now, there has been some research that shows that it could be beneficial for like muscle soreness, but even then, like just make sure you're recovering properly and you, you don't really need to spend your money on that to um, make sure that your muscles recover. You'll be far better off spending your money on high quality food and other supplements that are more beneficial for specific situations. So as far as BCAA supplements, usually I just recommend save your money, spend it elsewhere. Um, now going back to the topic of essential amino acids, remember there are nine of those BCAAs fall into that category. So there are BCAA supplements and there are also supplements that have all nine essential amino acids and those essential amino acid supplements can be helpful in the context of fasted training. So if you're going to train in the morning before you've eaten, and let's say your goal is to maximize muscle growth. Now, what I recommend training fasted, if your goal is to maximize muscle growth, Probably not, but let's say from an adherence standpoint, it's the only time you can train. In that context, maybe taking an essential amino acid supplement before you go train or intro workout will be helpful to kind of stave off any potential muscle loss and maybe even promote a little bit of a little bit more muscle growth, even though you don't have the fuel of the calories in you just yet. So that could be a context in which amino acid supplements are helpful. So in that case, it's an essential amino acid supplement, so an EAA supplement not a BCAA supplement. 
Now, why is one better than the other in this context? I'm not too sure of the science behind it, but I feel like it's because EAAs more closely resemble the protein that you're getting from dietary sources, whereas BCAAs and like leucine supplements are just isolated forms that aren't very similar to what's found in nature. An EAA supplement is, has the same amino acid profile of something you find in nature like from your food. So I have a feeling that's why it's more effective. Don't quote me on that. Um, I haven't seen any research. I'm sure there is out there somewhere, but I haven't seen any research on it. That would just, that just seems like it would make sense. Um, but yeah, as far as amino acid supplements, be wary of them. Don't fall for all the hype and the marketing claims. Now, supplement companies always want to sell you something. So of course they're going to say it maximizes muscle growth. It maximizes this and maximizes that. Not really. Now, again, if you want to get them because the water taste, it makes your water taste good and um, makes your water pink and you think it's cool, go ahead. Go, go and get it. But if you're looking to really maximize your muscle growth and muscle recovery, you probably don't need them. So with that being said, I'm going to keep this one relatively short and sweet. Hopefully, this was helpful for you guys. Again, amino acids, what you got to know is that they are the building blocks of the protein that we eat. We get them from protein sources in our diet. When you break them down, when you break down protein sources into amino acids and sometimes small chains of amino acids called peptides, they're used for a number of different functions in the body, like stimulating muscle protein synthesis, providing the raw materials for muscle growth, um, supporting other structures and processes in the body, uh, formation of neurotransmitters, formation of hormones, all that stuff is, um, comes back to amino acids and also gluconeogenesis. So converting amino acids to glucose in the absence of carbohydrates is fuel. All, amino acids are implicated in all those processes, and I'm sure plenty more that I didn't talk about. So it's important that you're getting enough protein in your diet so you can make sure you're getting a wide variety and the full profile of all these amino acids. And remember, some of them are essential, so some of them we have to get from dietary sources. Some of them are non-essential, meaning that our body can actually produce them on its own. And some, a few, are conditionally essential. So our body can produce them, but we probably want to get there from our diet or supplementation as well. Um, so again, hopefully this was helpful for you guys. If you have any questions about any of this at all, you know, you can shoot me a message on Instagram and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. I love answering these sorts of questions. And also if you have any questions for next week's podcast Q and a that you want me to answer, go ahead and shoot me a DM as well. I'll answer it here on the podcast and I'll also get back to you in the DM personally to make sure your questions answered well and in detail. So if you have any questions at all that you'd like to see answered on the podcast, go ahead and shoot me a DM. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And again, go check out that ebook that is out now. Um, I know I keep plugging it, but there is a reason why I keep plugging it. With that being said, thank you guys so much for, wa for watching, for listening, and I will catch you guys tomorrow.